Welcome to episode nine of Defeat PPD. I'm your host, Arielle Wozniak. In today's episode, we are talking about this giant of fear. And so I've titled this episode, The Soundtrack of My Life. So when I was going through postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety, fear really became the soundtrack to my life. Um, On a day-to-day basis, I spent most of my time just afraid, afraid of the next panic attack, afraid of what was going to happen in the next moment, afraid of everything. Every decision, everything that I did was done out of fear. So I had these three major fears that really, I would say, dominated my day. And that was the fear of going deaf, the fear of going blind, and the fear of losing control of my mind and going crazy. Those three fears had such a grip on me that they were all that I could think about. If I was awake, that was what my mind was focused on. It was focused on one of these three fears. More often than not, it was the fear of going crazy because everything that I was experiencing, all the emotions that I was having, they just seemed so out of the ordinary to me that I felt like I was going crazy. And so that was the primary fear that drove my life. So like I said, everything revolved around these fears. So if I had to make a decision let's say, to go out with my family. Immediately, I'm already thinking, what could go wrong? Um, Let's say I'm out with my family and I do lose my mind and I do go crazy. Then what's going to happen? No, I better just stay inside because I don't want to have to be a part of that. And so that fear drove my decision to isolate. I didn't want to be with my family. I didn't want to be with friends. I just really wanted to just be to myself because I was so afraid of what might happen if I were to go crazy, as I put it. And so it got to a point where I just got tired. I got tired of fearing everything. And I truly just wanted to be able to be present and to just enjoy life. I didn't want to sit around making decisions out of fear, living in fear, just dreading every moment because I knew that something bad was going to happen. I wanted to get over that. The problem was, is that I had gotten used to living in fear. I didn't even remember what it felt like to live outside of fear. That was all my mind could remember. I didn't know what it was like to be free. And I I look at my daughter and I see her as we're like sitting on a couch And she'll literally just kind of leap off the side of it. No fear whatsoever. Just having faith that someone is going to catch her before she hits the ground or that the ground is not hard or whatever it might be that's in her little mind. But there's no fear there. She's like, oh, I want to do that. I'm going to jump off the couch. Meanwhile, I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum Where it's like, I have to think through every little thing before I make any decision because I'm so fearful of what might happen. 
And I really didn't know how to break free of that, that cycle, that cycle of fear. How do I get to a point where I can be closer, obviously not the same as a baby, but closer to that faith that a child has that they can just go and do and be and just live. How do I get to that? And I started to realize something. And that was the concept of me being in control and not my emotions. And what I realized is that fear was not my boss. Anxiety was not my boss. Depression or sadness was not my boss. I and I alone had the power to decide what impact any thought or any emotion was going to have on my day. When that hit me and I really got that, that clicked in my mind, okay, I don't have to make decisions based out of fear. I don't have to make decisions based out of being sad or being depressed or not having motivation. No, I can make decisions out of the core of who I am and who I desire to be. And so what I started to do was I started to develop this list. And that was just a list of things that scared the crap out of me. And so it was a list that I ordered by number. Like what was the absolute scariest thing that could happen? What did I fear the most? All right, that's at the top of my list. And then kind of going down to what were like my smallest fears, just the little things that, I mean, they don't make a huge difference in my life on a day-to-day basis, but if I could get over that, it'd be great. And so I made that list, really that hierarchy of fears, and I started to expose myself little by little to the things that I feared the least. And so at the bottom of my list, not the very bottom, but close to it, was this fear that I had for really most of my life, and I don't even know why I had it, but it was a fear of riding in an elevator. I remember when I was younger, I was probably about 10 years old, my mom and I had gone on a trip to Boston, Massachusetts, and it was for this like modeling conference. And we were on some floor that was pretty high up. I mean, it was at least the 10th floor of this hotel. And I remember saying to my mom, hey, I really don't want to ride that elevator. I'd rather take the stairs. And she did not want to take the stairs. And so we kind of had this compromise where she would take the elevator at times without me and I can get to take the stairs. And then sometimes I would have to take the elevator with her. And I did all of that just to avoid having to consistently take the elevator because of that fear. And so I figured now was the time to conquer this fear that hasn't made like a huge impact in my life because I don't have to take an elevator on a daily basis, but it was something that was a fear. And so I started by just taking the elevator every opportunity I had. If there were, if there was a chance to take the elevator, I would take the elevator instead of the stairs. And it took some time, but eventually it got to be more natural to me. When I first took the elevator, I would text my family and say, hey, I'm about to get in the elevator. If you don't hear from me in five minutes, make sure you reach out to me, make sure I'm okay. Or call the police, let them know I'm stuck in the elevator. 
And so that's how it first started. But as the, the time passed and the days kind of merged into weeks and so on and so forth, I would just get into the elevator with no second thought and just ride the elevator as if I had no fear. And so I've worked my way up that list of things that I fear. Some of the things are a little bit tougher than others to conquer because my whole plan to conquer fear is to face it head on, to go toe to toe with whatever it is that I fear, whatever scares me, I want to go toe to toe with it. Let's go. The issue is that some of these fears are impossible to face in real life. Like my fear of going crazy. How do I I face a fear of going crazy? I mean, I can't literally make myself go crazy to face it. But what I can do is I can write out those fears and expose myself to it time after time after time. I would write out exactly what it was, like the whole scenario that I see in my mind. What is it I think is going to happen that's going to be so bad? Write it all out on paper. And then, this is the key, record myself reading that and then listen to the playback over and over and over. Face that fear head on until I got to a point where I was like, I mean, okay, this is not even scary anymore. It's not even scary anymore. And because it's not scary anymore, I can listen to the story. I can visualize it in my head. I can go through all those things, face that fear head on, knowing that I am stronger than this. I have no reason to fear it. And then I throw in this this extra here that really helps me. And it's this statement that says, what if equals fear even if equals faith. So my mind, all the fears that I had, everything that I would think of, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if, what if, what if? All these fears caused anxiety. But the even if statement brings up faith. So now I've exposed myself to whatever this fear is. I've exposed myself to this story of going crazy, losing my mind, whatever it is. And then I can say to myself, okay, I'm not fearful of that anymore. But even if it happens, I know that God is faithful. I know that he will walk me through this. I know that he has great plans for my life. So even if that involves me going crazy, he can cause that to work together for my good. Those two things together have allowed me to say that I'm no longer afraid. I am no longer a slave to fear. Fear does not rule my life any longer. I make decisions based on where I'm going in my life, what my path is, what I want out of life and where God is calling me. I don't make decisions based on the fear that's present or the emotion that's present, whatever that emotion is. I live out of courage. I live out of the abundance of what God is calling me to. 
I don't live out of what is here and what is now and what I see and what I think might happen and all these fears, all these emotions. None of that is relevant for decision making. None of it at all. And so the transformation here is that my soundtrack or the soundtrack to my life is no longer fear. The soundtrack now is courage and faith. And so if you are someone that is struggling with postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety, fear may be something that is plaguing your life. It may be the emotion that rules your day. And for some of you, it may be sadness. And what happens most often is that we allow this connection that we naturally have, this connection between our, our mind and our emotions and our actions, we allow that to just naturally play out. So in our mind, we're having these negative thoughts and then our emotions are negative, fear, anger, whatever it is. And so we act out of that. And so our behavior reflects it. And so we just kind of go around in a circle, the circle that's, it's a natural process. And what my hope is, is that this can give you the, the power to interrupt that cycle, to know that you can choose something different. Just because you feel a certain way, doesn't mean that you have to act out of that feeling. What you can do instead is replace that feeling with the truth and with God's word and then act out of that. And so I hope that this can encourage you. If you need any additional support, I have something that's a super, super powerful tool. It's called my Thought Capturer. And I absolutely love this tool. This has been life-changing for me. It has helped me to break through a lot of these fears and these emotions and these negative thoughts um, and, and go through the process of capturing them and then acting differently. I would love to get that in your hands. It's a free gift from me. Go ahead and go over to my Facebook page. It is Ariel Wozniak, which is my name. So it's A-R-I-E-L-L-E-W-O-Z as in zebra, N as in Nancy, I-A-K. And just search for my page there and you'll see the link that I have posted, which will bring you directly to this thought capture, which is super powerful and will help you to really just break free of a lot of these negative thought patterns and, and change your soundtrack from fear or depression or anxiety to faith. All right. Well, that's all I have for you on this episode of Defeat PPD. Again, if this is helpful to you, please do subscribe. If you know anyone that's struggling with postpartum depression, anxiety, or OCD, please forward them this podcast because I truly believe that it would be a blessing. And I will talk to you next time. Hope to connect with you on Facebook as well and get that gift into your hands. All right. Bye-bye.